This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and it happened. I bought so much Taco Bell that the passenger seatbelt alert went off. <laughs> That's what it was designed for in the first place, baby. Just <laughs> keep that taco baby safe. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, if successfully Googling the home address of the CEO of a company that has wronged you isn't love, then I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and college isn't for everyone, but I do believe Botox is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show. I feel like all of our opening jokes were exactly who we are as people. I know. It felt, that felt, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it lines up like that and it's just like, oh yeah, this, we, we were living our truth this morning. All it's a little t-shirts. like a, a chocolate box of Lady to Lady. We've got a little <laughs> flavor. Oh my God, that would be great. I'd love to make oh, that. That would. Do you guys if, avoid any? Are they, are there, do you avoid any chocolates? No. I like yeah. them all. You avoid? I, I, there, there are ones that disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but do I you usually, eat them still? I'll still eat them. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to leave a half chocolate in that box. I'm not a monster. No. Um, I don't look at the thing ahead of time. I like to be surprised. Right. Or literally disappointed. I don't look at the roadmap. Yeah. yeah. But I oh, I pretty much want caramel, and that's yeah. You know, yeah. what I'm going for. This is a bit controversial, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. But to me, I think maybe my favorite is the one that has cherry inside. No! That's the one I was gonna. <laughs> I knew you were gonna be anti mad about it. The cherry. I just. I don't oh. like cherries and stuff. I like a cherry on its own. Mm. I'm not a cherry inside anything. I like a citrusy nougat. Is oh what the, I pref- uh, yeah, yeah, like the dark, the dark good. chocolate raspberry nougat yeah. middle one. That's those my, shits are good. Yeah, the yeah. nougat, nougat yeah. varieties. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah, I like the, the nougat. One, the yeah. strawberry nougat one is really good. That but one's honestly, really good. You know what? I think also I just have like an anti-cherry thing where I could enjoy it, but I've just, you know what I mean, convinced myself that I don't yeah. like it. So there's honestly a chance <laughs> yeah. I would. I just have told myself that I don't want it. I Do think you like- next time we're on shrooms, we should make you try cherries. Oh, there you go. <laughs> cherry Let's get crazy. <laughs> do you like um do you like a natural cherry? Just like a cherry out of a bag? No, that, or is that's it my the... favorite. I like eating regular cherries. I just don't okay. like I just don't generally go for them inside of stuff. Do you not Got like it. like maraschino cherries? Yeah, I'm but not I a feel fan like that's separate. I feel like that's different because that's still like on its own sort of. It's not like inside of an edible thing. But it could be mm-hmm. like inside a Shirley Temple. Right, but you can still take it out and eat it, you know. All right. <laughs> mm, I do like those though. Those are pretty good. Those are good. Mm, Where they're so gotta... weird. I don't know what the fuck they are, but there's something. It's just they, like corn syrup and cancer. Fruit question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's more. It's just like a bottle of sugar. It really doesn't have anything to do with the actual cherry, besides the color itself mm. and right. the stem that you fold with your mouth to make a knot <laughs> to show somebody in eighth grade that you that were you, horny. That you're a good yeah. kisser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine if you did that to somebody while kissing, if you moved your tongue like you were 
tying a cherry in a knot. Not a good move. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. It, that was made up by a virgin. Um. <laughs> I feel like a lot of those litmus tests were made up by virgins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wasn't there one that was like, if you had a lot of lines on your palm, you're good in bed? Oh, oh yeah, probably. there was something like that. Yeah, the the half-assed palm reading of of seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Just like here, uh, an excuse to touch your hand. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, Jeff Jeff Goldblum in fucking Jurassic Park with the water on the hand that gave a lot of a lot of young nerds their first move. I think. <laughs> yeah, water on the hand, hand on the leg, water on the hand. Yeah, just like your skin is chaos, baby. Let's. <laughs> Oh my god! Order in this world. When we were in Costa Rica, we did this tour where we went through these like mangroves in the middle of a rainforest, and I got to see those lizards that walk on water. Oh, cool! Whoa! Have, do you seen those on like planet I Earth? No, I don't know what that is. He walks so fast that he can walk on water, mm-hmm. and I learned that they were the model for the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park. Whoa! Cool. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. That's sweet. Yeah. They're like, you may have heard of me. <laughs> Damn. Wait, yeah, what's a mangrove? It's a tree? Um, It's kind of like a little less than a river, but kind of a river that oh, like okay. goes through. We took a boat like through it, like mm-hmm. through the rainforest. Like a it was, creek, odd. kind of? Uh, it was very, very jungle cruise. Mm. <laughs> Compare it cool. to a Disney ride, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah, our yeah. tour guide even had like corny stock jokes and everything, but it was like if the Jungle Cruise is real. <laughs> oh my god, that's Aww. so cool! It was dope. That's really sweet. What's Fuck the coolest yeah. like wildlife you saw? Monkeys, definitely oh monkeys. Yeah, when we were we did a horseback ride like through the rainforest, and like that's my favorite thing to do anywhere. Um, yeah. And you like park your horse and you get to go like swimming in the waterfalls. But while we were on that horseback ride, we saw capuchin monkeys in the in the mangrove tour. But on this tour, we saw they're called squirrel monkeys. And they're mm-hmm. like six inches tall, but like full on monkeys. And we saw oh. a whole family of them in a tree. Whoa. And they were just like swinging their little teeny tiny bodies on their branches. And it was so fucking cute. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Bees. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Did yeah, they like that. react to you or they're just like whatever? Um they didn't seem too bothered by us. Like we were on horses. Yeah. No, they didn't really react to us, but the monkeys in the mangrove, <clears throat> so you obviously can't touch them, but they can touch yeah. you. And so they would like smear just like a tiny bit of banana on your hand and you just sit there and the monkeys, like our tour guide knew, like, I'm gonna follow his blog because he studies all the monkey like drama uh <laughs> and he knew like the different monkey families and he's like this is the junior family they're the friendliest family so they'll probably come up to us and he knew like who the mob boss was and who the princess was and like all the shit and so you ah. just like sit there and this little monkey family just comes up and they like sat on our shoulders and lick banana out of my hand oh my god that's amazing what yeah that that's feel like? really cool it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> that's it was yeah. Cool. yeah yeah it's pretty much what Living i've always here. wanted to do <laughs> Aw, I love that. <laughs> living your best life. Yes. And they're living their best life, too. They're just like, ah, oh, these, like, big hairless monkeys come down and just give us bananas like we're gods yeah. every day. <laughs> but there was one monkey who was not living his best life. I mean, I find it fascinating, but um, he used to be the boss mm-hmm. of the monkey troop. His name is Scarface. Mm-hmm. And I know it used so it used to be called the Scarface family. But then he got ousted 
as the boss. Wow. And so he tried to go off and do his own thing. And like he tried yeah. to find a different family to hang with. And like no other family wanted to hang with him. So then he came back to his OG troop where he used to be the leader. And mm-hmm. now he's the lowest on the totem pole. Aww, so what Scarface. does that mean like he gets food less or like he yeah, he, yeah like Scarface was hanging out with us and then Junior who's the new boss came and was like and like Scarface wasn't allowed to get food until everyone else got food wow Whoa. they've got a yeah. real housewives like dynamic happening very much <laughs> yeah I'll watch that Damn. housewives yeah yeah I'm yeah. actually wait let me find this guy's blog the name of this guy's blog because you guys should all check it out it is yeah, Diego's awesome. Monkey Cruise Oh my god! Check it out. <laughs> How did he say? He's it. like, yeah, follow this. He said like monkey soap opera, but like with his accent, it was like Mon- monkey soap opera. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Diego and Scarface. Let's give Scarface some love. Yeah, um, I really, Scarface, I really felt for Scarface. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Don't um, like, show him some love so he doesn't become a coke addict and ruin his life. <laughs> yeah, a- I'm a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see a monkey soap opera, come to our live show. <laughs> so true. Beautiful. So true. <laughs> it's not far off. No, no. I, I would I would categorize it as that. When I choose the event bright type of show, it's usually monkey soap opera. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do our, li- our live Zoom show is back. Um, it's the first Sunday of every month. Our next one is August 7th. It's a great time. It's a great way to get your month started. Uh, so grab tickets at ladysunday.eventbrite.com. We got music. We've got comedy. We've got variety stuff. It's always a great time. Made super fun. And then um, I'm also doing a, a pic- my next picture this year in Los Angeles is August 13th. Um, that's the show that I do where comedians get paired up with animators and they live draw your jokes behind you. Uh, it's super fun to see live. We are also starting to do live streams of that. Uh, so if you live somewhere else and you've always wanted to see it, check out pictureshow.com for all the dates and deets. And um, yeah, would love to see you there. Ooh, cool. My show, High Gear Comedy, is the first, second Thursday of the month. So it's August 11th this month. Uh, that's it was really happening. fun last time. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun, but it's yeah, a, it's a very good, it's a very fun room. Great, like cocktail bar with great food. It's just like a good date night and destination. Yeah. Now we have some funny regulars who are coming. This old man yeah. who's like a sound engineer comes. Yeah, out like it's a good time. So come check that out too. Called High Gear. I'll post about it on our my Twitter and follow us to see all of our like individual shows because you know it's happening. And if you want to come see us say jokes out of our mouths live, you have a chance. Follow some yeah. of the tweets. Absolutely. Who do um, we have today, guys? Oh my gosh. She's so fun. We had a great convo with her. She's been all over the place. She's a TV writer, an actress, producer. You can get her book called Well That Escalated Quickly, wherever books are sold. She writes for the new iCarly revival. You may have seen her on NBC's Superstore. Please enjoy our hang sesh with Francesca Ramsey. Oh my God. So excited to hang out with our guest today, Francesca Ramsey. Hi, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I was like, you know, looking at your link tree as we do these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love a link tree. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you're on apartment therapy. That's so I cool. Was. Tell oh, us about, I like, it's one of my favorite. I was just like so excited for you. And I'm like, wow, you've reached oh. the level of apartment therapy. Oh yeah, thanks. I um I've said it many a times, but painting my apartment was my like pandemic depression coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um I moved to this apartment at the height of the pandemic, September 2020. Oh wow. 
And, um, you know, I was working a job where I needed to test every single day and I was not being sociable and I, it was, there was no vaccine and we still didn't really know like what the long-term effects would be of COVID. So I was staying my ass at home and I was painting (laughs) this fucking apartment and I covered every single wall of my apartment and um it was very therapeutic and especially as someone in a creative field as you guys all know um it's hard when your creative passion becomes your job it can sometimes feel really soulless yes um especially when you have to get on a fucking zoom call with like 12 people to weigh in on if your shit's funny or not And so I was like, you know what? I can paint my apartment whatever fucking colors I want and no Mm -hmm. one gets to weigh in. No one gets to tell me if it's right or wrong or if they don't like it. And if I don't like it, I could just paint over it. Um, And so, yeah, it was truly a labor of love. And then... um, I started like a thread on Twitter of just all my home decor stuff and people started tagging apartment therapy and they reached out to me and came and, and did a profile of the apartment. Oh, so cool. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I feel we were talking about this yesterday, like how, yeah, as creatives, I feel like, you know, like having a moment to be like, okay, like I need to find happiness outside of this thing yeah. because yes. I cannot put all of my worth here. It's yes. so hard no. to do that. But just like those things that give back that are not just, yeah, the career. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Stuff that's just for you. And even that's yeah. been interesting where like, yes, I'm happy to share my apartment and, and for people to enjoy it. But just to make things for myself that aren't for anyone have been has been really fulfilling too. Like I can mm-hmm. paint in my journal and I've been doing printmaking, which has been really fun. Mm. And I don't need to share it with strangers on the internet to feel good about it. Like it's just for me. Um, and that's been really perspective shifting, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. But devil's advocate, think about the content and the likes that you get. Oh, I love the likes. And the, and the opinions. What about, but what about the stranger's opinions that would yeah. come from I mean, those prints? I, listen, I, I am very fortunate that I've been able to build a career from my online presence, but yeah. I definitely am in the place where I've been online for over a decade, and yeah. my relationship with like what I share and how much I share, because there have been times where it's bit me in the ass, where I've shared too much, and right. once you open that totally. door... That people mm-hmm. are like, well, I think you should do this. And can yeah. you truly blame them? Like you asked them to weigh in in the past and now you can't necessarily like retroactively revoke that access. Yeah. So yeah, like so there are times where I'm like, I, I need that engagement so I can pay some bills. But there's <laughs> other times where yeah. I'm like, I really like this and I don't give a fuck if so-and-so from Idaho doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, Cause they're always going to have something to say about it. And yeah. at the end of the day, what I think about it is most important. Yeah. Yeah. There's 100%. like no separation there these days. So that's a really healthy. What is print? Yeah. What is printmaking exactly though? <gasps> oh my God. So I, I think I have an example. Oh, here's one. Um, this is a podcast, so you can't see it, but <laughs> it is like a little linoleum yeah. block that you have a little carving tool and you oh, draw a shape okay. on it and then yeah. you carve away and then you put ink on it and then you stamp it. It's so fun. And again, like I love because I, I went to school for graphic design and I, I, I'm a writer, I'm we're on the computer all the time, I'm on my phone all the time, doing something where I can make 
with my hands. A and tactile. Have, tactile mm-hmm. and not yeah. with my phone. And you have to kind of carve and it's just like this slow, methodic process. Mm-hmm. And it is so, so gratifying. And then every stamp comes out a little differently, like based on how you put the ink on it and then you can layer it. And it's just, I don't know. It's just really, it's like, I don't know. Is there a version of brain ASMR? Because that's what this is for. <laughs> yeah, I could see that being very satisfying. Yeah. I, re- I remember learning how to do that in a, in like eighth grade art class and being like, what is this art form that I've never seen before? Because yeah. it's like, you never see that. It's just not a thing that you see as much. It uh, feels very old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The actual carving. I do follow someone now that I think about it on who does carve those out and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. that looks so satisfying. Just the like chipping yeah. away. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like making a perfect creme brulee. Just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you do like crack, crack. Yes, <laughs> I don't do that, but I do pay like ten dollars for a birthday card that someone else did it and made it. Oh, great. And I love that too. Supporting small businesses. I'm a patron of the printing arts. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Man, I'm just remembering that art teacher, that eighth grade art teacher, was, was like the only guy art teacher I had. And he was clearly like, Dating several other faculty <gasps> members. Oh. I thought you were going to say students. No, 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 Other faculty. It was like he was like the rake of like the of like the of the middle school. It was oh, so I... funny. Wait, you said the rake and not the hoe? Is this a new? Uh... I've never heard the rake before. Yeah, me neither. I, I was like, <laughs> oh. I'm thinking of garden tools, and I'm like, normally you'd be a hoe. <laughs> no, a, 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 I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. A rake is like it's like a, an old timey way of being like a guy that's like, hmm, hey, to everybody. Like, so it's yeah, a male hoe. Yeah. A rake wow. is yeah, a male yeah, hoe. Yeah, yeah. A rake, a rake is the original hoe. Uh, <laughs> original no hoe. Wow. Yeah. I get it. He's like raking pussy in. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I just remember being like getting older and being like, oh, he was like, because there would be different teachers that just come up and like close talk to him between classes all the time. And I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> or so, maybe you know. he was just like multiple ladies confidant at school. You don't know. Like yeah. that's possible too. That's very possible you know, as well. Sharing intimate secrets with each other. <laughs> maybe he was like the cool gay teacher. Yeah. Mm. And they were all confiding in him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know. You can tell when te- when teachers are fucking. Yeah. yeah. We definitely had some fucking teachers at my high school. Like there was a romance between that budded like in real time between we got a very quirky and fun astronomy teacher. Oh, and you have to be a fun astronomy teacher. She was awesome. I loved have that class. Be. Come Love through, Miss Frizzle. Shout out to her. So always in a long skirt, literally had long frizzy hair. When oh. she was giving a website name, she would go, Hutchapa. Wah, wah, wah. That's how she went. <laughs> Wiki is phonetic in this bitch. I love that. Oh, that's so great. Did she wear, did she wear astronomy themed outfits? Because I love when teachers really go all yeah, in. Yeah, they're like, like, I'm a math I'm, teacher. Right. I'm wearing shirts with like geometric symbols on them. Yeah, yeah, these teachers that only have Shakespeare shirts. She yes. wore, no, I mean, she looked like pretty much anyone you've gotten a tarot card reading from. Okay. 
Love yeah. that for her. So a little so like she smelled like patchouli. She smelled like patchouli, and she shopped at Chico's. And yes, 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 yes. Lots of like handmade clay necklaces and shit. Yes, yes, yes. And like sometimes adult uh, adult pigtails. Oh my god! And I just remembered I, she was great. Uh, she one time I was me and my friend who also had her class were standing by her lockers, and she was always just kind of frantic and frizzly, and she was like running to class, and she ran dead on into a pole. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Fantastic. Didn't see that in her future. No. <laughs> <laughs> but she married the physics teacher. And, like, we saw it oh. happen in real time oh, because he moved here. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's so funny because um, I... I am one of those people who's gotten into the TikToks. I said that I wouldn't, but I love <laughs> teacher talk. I love when teachers talk about like just what's going on with their students. And there's a whole genre on TikTok of teachers telling their students that they're getting married or they're going to have a baby. And I saw one where the teacher confessed that he's he came to his other teacher's classroom to propose to her. And like you don't see the kids because they're just filming the teachers, but the kids are fucking losing of course of course they're all like (laughs) (laughs) it's so adorable because like you can hear them being so confused where he's like you know that we are friends i me and miss whatever her name are friends and the kids are like yeah y'all gotta see y'all in the you know in the parking lot and i want to ask her to marry me and the kids are just that I just remember that moment of realization that your teachers were people right that they of actually the had real. lives. <laughs> yes. You know yep. that, that moment where it's like, are you guys like making babies and stuff? Like what's going on? It's yeah. oh my god, it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you think that they're yours. Like you have no concept that they also have an a, another life. That you're like, no, no yeah. this is just for me. You're for me. Like when you would run into your teacher at the grocery store, you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? You don't go, you don't get groceries. You stay at school. Go you to your stay teacher in that box. room. Yeah, you eat yeah. apple jacks. What? What's going on? My sixth grade teacher, Mr. Borchard, I think he, looking back, he must have been like no older than 25 and like oh, worked God. out yeah. a lot. Okay. And every single girl was in love with him and he would like let us come in and like draw on the whiteboard during recess. Like it was like unanimous. Like there wasn't a girl in the sixth grade that didn't have a crush on him. And he got proposed that year. And we oh. were fucking bitches to the girl. Like she, <laughs> she, <laughs> everyone, we did not Ooh, take it well. You we were bullied like, a grown man's fiance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out no. to the eight oh five. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I will say, middle school girls are ruthless in a way that yeah. it's just. Oh my god! I remember I got into a whole thing. I was so jealous. Now, again, in hindsight, I was so jealous that one of my friends in my little girl group got their period before I did. And I remember we were in um, uh, like social studies or something and we were learning about different areas. And I I thought I fucking killed this joke. I was like, ooh, what's that? The Red Sea? And everyone was like, ooh. Like we, we was like, <laughs> That's a pretty uh, sick you burn. You got your period, whatever. <laughs> and she was so mad at me that her and her friend, we all, I went to a private school and our lockers didn't have locks on them they were just like a wall of a small wall of lockers mm-hmm. and she put a barbie with its head cut off in my, 
locker as like a, this is gonna be you bitch and i remember oh. being like it was like the biggest it was like right. holy shit like like we were like Whoa. doing i don't know like sopranos level style yeah. like oh we gotta get you back now and it was really really intense and like what the fuck was going on with us oh man it's just you have all the time your emotions are so uncontrolled and that's your entire life you have no concept yeah. of anything outside of like that event no you know? and yes. everything you know matters. about the world comes from like cw shows <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah everything just and means your so much yeah, yeah. And your hormones are raging so i feel like you're probably taking everything everything feels heightened in ter- in terms of importance at that time oh a thousand yeah. percent yeah definitely more yeah. kids should know that like that part of their life don't mean shit Oh no, it means nothing. Yeah, but nothing. they won't they would never pay attention to that. They'd be <laughs> yeah. like, How dare you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> what was you guys' favorite outfit in junior high? Ooh. Junior high. Mm. Junior high orange. Junior high is like sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, middle sixth, seventh, yeah, eighth, seventh, yeah. eighth, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had orange vinyl pants with a white stripe on the side and uh, orange shirt that had like flowers all over it, like a button up orange. All of, all of them not breathable fabric, very horrible, <laughs> not comfortable. But I remember that one specifically. Um, well, I'm really tall and I've always struggled to find pants that were an appropriate length. And I mm-hmm. remember my friend's grandmother was cleaning out her closet and she gave me a pair of capri pants. Mm. And I thought they were so... The, and like this was capri capri season just to be clear <laughs> i had never seen a, a pedal pusher in my life they were like a a sailor like with like the little buttons going up the side and i thought it was so Ooh, great because cute. they yeah. were you know they were like very flattering and i will never forget going to school and people making fun of me and being like look at you in those high waters and i was so mad <sighs> and then like the next year capri pants were like all the rage of like, course old navy was selling like the little capri sets with like a little camisole and the little shrug and everyone was wearing them i was like fuck all of you i wore capri pants before anyone else here did <laughs> <I'm so pissed. laughs> Well, I have to say our second episode in a row that will mention a shrug. So I feel like uh, I mean, what yep. happened of to an the age? Sh- Yo, I Here's loved, what happened to the I shrug. Loved a shrug. You loved a shrug. You know why? Let why? me tell you why. Because because spaghetti straps were banned mm. at my school. Oh, right. oh. If, if your strap, it was like three fingers, yeah, the fingers on the strap. And I wanted us, you know, I was I was shopping at BB, and I, you know, and I loved a, a and. You could not escape a a spaghetti strap. You couldn't escape. It was everywhere. And my mom was like, "You're you're not gonna break dress code." And so I would wear a little shrug on top of it, and that was kind of like the um, the compromise that I was making. (laughs) You're right. That I am just realizing that that's probably what led to the rise of shrugs. Yeah, they were like, (laughs) "We're giving you sleeves." You know what? That was such. I really. I'm just gonna put it out there right now. I need a docu series, "The Rise and Fall of the Shrug." Please. I'm just shrugging over here. Like, where'd it go? Would love to see it. (laughs) Would rot watch straight to series, no notes. Um, like let's just fucking get it done. I'm ready for that because we're doing all the retrospectives now, and like it's coming back. Victoria's Secret, but we haven't yes. yet. We haven't yet like zeroed in on just just specific like 
clothing <laughs> items. Yeah. Let's get down to Charlotte. Yes. I'd like to hear about Charlotte Roos. What was going yes. on there? I, yeah, what's I really want, happening there? I want a, a, a silhouette of the buyer from Delius who does not want to be on camera. <laughs> and she <laughs> talks about how, you know, the shrug was this contentious item in the office. Maybe get somebody from Alloy in there. Yes. Were you Alloy girls? Yes. More Delius, sometimes Alloy. I was Delius a thousand percent. But what about a wet seal? Oh, Lo- I blew my entire Who Tony Roma's came paycheck. Up with the name wet seal. That is a terrible name for a It's a really <laughs> contempo casual. It's part of their. Yes. Uh, contempo oh. makes sense. Like, yeah. Contempo. Yeah. Why, why were, what was so appealing about a wet seal? I'll tell you what, every single item in that store. I loved the clothes in wet seal. Like, they had <laughs> the too. cutest this shit. This is, oh, I, I, I thought this was something else, but the name is because when someone, a model wearing a bathing suit looked like a wet Wet seal. That's no, what, girl. That's really? Not, that's what it no. was? That's, that's a sexual no. harassment. That is sexual yeah. harassment, and I'm not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, I hate that. That's so gross. Yeah. Oh, the I name is awful. Unremember that. <laughs> yeah. Especially since it was clearly like, you know, Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm geared to children. Yeah, it was for young yeah. girls. Yeah. I guess it was the guy who made the guy who founded its name was Lorne. It started as Lorne's and then he commented during a no. fashion show no. that no. someone looked no. like a wet I knew it was a man. I knew it was a man. We knew we all knew that. I knew it was a man named Lorne. Yeah. Wet uh-huh. seal. You can you can hear the brandy snifter in his fucking hand. Ugh. Oh my god. The giant cigar he chomps on. Well, yeah, I have to I'm, say, wet, I was gonna say wetseal.com still exists, but no, it's under construction, excuse me. Oh. I was gonna say now we need to track down that woman who was called a wet seal. Yes, and she felt like yes. she could never come forward because suddenly, as soon as it would say this brand sprung up around her, and she, she was like I can't say anything. She deserves money too, honestly. Yeah, she yeah. Really does. <laughs> Absolutely. At the very least, a bucket of fish. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember in the dressing rooms, they had signs that said, don't steal from the seal. <gasps> and I feel that the original seal was stolen from. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to remember, were they the, the dressing rooms that had like the doors only went up to here? And they, like, did, I remember, mm, it was I don't a very. There was like one of the, the girl stores that was like extremely scandalous because you could see into the dressing room area and the doors were like, you could see people's heads above them. So you'd be like, I, I just remember like girls being like changing and their boyfriends would be yelling at them from the hallway outside. But you could like Ooh, see was- them taking their shirts off. I was, remember <laughs> my mom being like, we can't shop here. I was, was that like, to oh, keep so sorry. Stealing? Was that like probably. a probably. anti-theft thing? Yeah, no. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember um, R.I.P. Lomans? <gasps> no, I. Oh my god, I my heart is so full. I see, feel so seen. I was a Lomans girl. So Lomans was kind of like a Nordstrom rack in that okay. they got a lot okay. of high end fashion items from like Saks and and like Nordstrom and all of those places. And yeah, any like cool designer thing that I had was from Lomans. And, uh, mm. and the, but so the catch sad. was they had great deals. That's what got me addicted to like free people. I think that's mm-hmm. where I got into Joe's jeans. Like it had the good shit. And but, they had a birthday discount. You oh my God, the, I forgot about the, the birthday and discount. And the birthday discount was like, you could pick what week of the month of your birthday month that you wanted to. And I would just hit up every Lomans that week. <laughs> just, 
Let me get that birthday discount. <laughs> but the catch for these great deals was the dressing rooms was um not a room. Oh. It was it was one large stall. It was one large room. Oh. Was, what? Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. You you were Whoa. in there with some like rich Palm Beach aunties and mm-hmm. grandmas mm-hmm. in your fucking underwear. Oh my god, I would always be like in the corner, like, no one look at me. <laughs> like, no. It was like gives a fuck, but like oh my god. They were like, yes. we know people are trying to steal this shit. We're Oh <laughs> yeah. I guess. But yeah, and I mean you're everywhere everywhere so like you couldn't escape your own bare ass and like you'd be trying on like i remember trying on dresses for like holiday parties and jamming my tits into these dresses (gasps) while like 50 other grandmas were like trying on their shit wow i totally forgot about that what a weird and that's like unheard of like no, no other they would never that. would no. never do that now yeah that's no crazy. and it didn't just cater to teens like the demo for lomans is huge no there were always like wealthy women in there who that's all so funny i'm having like all of these very vivid memories of like just hot ass bitches in there that they weren't fucking trying on clothes. They're just walking around being like, oh my God, that looks really great on you. And you're like, <laughs> everyone sees that you have a fucking slamming body. Right. I'm 15 I, and I on you. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. We got to do some, we got some shopping to do. We have to take a break, but we'll be right mm-hmm. back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Francesca. And uh, we're going to play a game to get to know you better. These are open-ended questions. Don't feel like you have to act like this is, you know, a job interview. But if you do, it's up to you. And here's our <laughs> here's our amazing theme song. Business. Business. Please be advised. Questions. Business questions. Are we moving the needle? We've got some business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? Business questions. People who don't know how to be in an office. Okay. Um, <laughs> Francesca, what mm. kind of work environment do you like best? Ooh, I like a collaborative environment. I... I struggle to work. I mean, I like working alone, but I find that if I'm working with people that I vibe with, the work is more fun and yeah. I feel I feel better about the final result. Mm. That's always a thing where you're like, I know how to do all this shit myself, but if I'm with yeah. cool people, it's like super elevated, you know? Yeah, especially with writing, because I find like sometimes I know instinctively like, oh, this is funny to me. And then other times I'm like, does this make sense? Like the, you know, yeah. I was talking about Lomans and the, the the changing rooms. Like sometimes I'm like, do people know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, is this something yeah. only I remember? Am I misremembering this thing? And if you have people to kind of bounce things off of and then even sometimes I'll say something innocuous in a writer's room. And people will just die laughing. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I had no idea that was going to be funny. Um, And that's really gratifying. Yeah, I think comedy especially benefits from like the bounce off factor. Although I feel, yeah, I feel like that's the benefit of working in a group. But I don't ever like, the only way for me to get like in the zone is to be Mm -hmm. totally alone, like in silence with no one. Like that, that like flow state, I can really only achieve 
alone. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But having the other people, I think, yeah, is good for like yeah. timing stuff too. Timing stuff. You're like, I could not yeah. I could not have gotten yeah. to that point just with my own brain. You know, it's like I had yes. to bounce yes. off people. Yes. Yeah. Wait, yeah, this is definitely. a total side note and I'm sorry, but we <laughs> This is, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, Jen, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got married. And we, yeah. we thank you for bringing it. that up. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I <laughs> sorry. I just, I don't know. Where I, I love how that has like, we need nothing to, to do with it. this. I know, this interview to... is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> this is what could happen in a job interview. Um, I just, they, they eloped to Vegas and she changed her name to Jennifer yes. Lynn Affleck. Yeah, that's going to be her her official name. Like, professionally, she will still be J-Lo. But right. yeah. I think, like, for legal purposes. So if you just decided that you want to try and hack her Chase business account, it's going to be <laughs> Jen Affleck is going to yeah. be her wow. login name. J-F. Yeah. <laughs> wild to me, she's not the first Jennifer Affleck because Jennifer Garner was oh also Jennifer Affleck. Wow. You're right. And did she didn't change her name for any of her other husbands, right? Um, I don't know. I think she probably did like, like on the back end, right? Like not again, professionally, because she has a whole career as JLo. Because I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, like this was like officially announced because she sent out like a, sent out like a newsletter, a newsletter where she signed it, Jennifer Lynn Affleck. That's so funny. (laughs) Jennifer Affleck sounds like the girl in school that was like knew the business of every circle of friends, but was an island alone you know what i mean like that's <laughs> all i'm, I'm like hearing it wet seal. yeah i'm hearing yeah, yeah, yeah. it uh like the affleck commercial like jennifer affleck i, affleck. I was so. thinking that too yeah that's exactly what i hear that's funny anyway side note sorry i just was like oh we have to no. discuss this no i love it and i mean the fact that they did it in vegas is i love that for them because i feel like ben is very Las Vegas. I feel like he's a man who knows his way around a high roller poker table. I can see her kind of sitting there in her cute dress with her purse, like just putting his chips in her purse. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this is an attempt to rebrand for both of them as like so cool and down to earth. Like we're Mm -hmm. not going to have a big fancy wedding. We're not going to do brides magazine. We're just going to go to Las Vegas. We're not going to put out a press release. We're going to put it in a mail in in an email newsletter. Like girl, you're still (laughs) JLo. There's nothing casual about you. I don't believe it for a thousand percent. No, No. but I do understand (laughs) like being a mega celebrity. Like I feel like what makes a wedding appealing for us normies, like as a celeb, it's like, meh. you always get your makeup done. You always get your hair done. You're always on a diet. You always are getting a spray tan, like all the traditional bride shit. Yeah. You always have millions of people taking photos of you. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. This is nothing different. Also for like someone like them, Obviously, you have enough money probably to invite whoever you want, but like, how do you decide a guest list of some two people that famous? Like, you know everyone, but you probably don't. You, you probably hire know so someone. many people surface level. Yeah, you. Hi- well, I mean, that's like where you have like a wedding planner and you do all that stuff. Like, they probably sit down and really think strategically, right? Like the people who right. get there, who like Jay Relis just got married and like did an exclusive for people, and like you yeah, sit you have down to and out say that. like. Who's going to see our photos first? And all, or no, actually, it was Vogue. They, him and his um, new wife were in Vogue. So yeah, it's like, are you going to do Vogue? Or are you going to do People? Like, what's what's the <laughs> oh what's God. your vibe? And let's be He's honest, Benifer, that's a People couple. If I ever saw one, 
<laughs> yeah, no, they're not a Vogue couple. No. Sorry. <laughs> Love you both. You're not yeah, a Vogue Yeah, I guess couple. like they showed up and just like got married and there were just a few other couples in line too, which I'm like, oh my God, that would be so Okay, fun. this is That's this is funny. my this is my business question. If you're not a people, if your wedding's not covered by people or Vogue, who is your wedding covered by? Oh, mm. um, Ooh, I'm going to bring, um, bring back Delia's and do one <laughs> One edition. You yeah. have a Delia's wedding? I love it. A lot of holographic outfits, yeah, I think, involved in that party. Plastic couches. And all of your photos are taken <laughs> with a fisheye lens. Yeah. Like, yes. Fisheye lens bucket hat. The yes. bride wore Skechers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like all your photos are like foot up. Like, yes. just like yeah, yeah. weird angles. I love that. But you've got to show off the pink combat boots that you're wearing yes. underneath of your dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then your wedding has to have a girl's name. It's like, oh, their wedding was the Aubrey. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah, bringing it back for one edition, just for that. Yeah. Okay, Tess, where would your um, um, wedding be covered? My favorite magazine is O. Okay. So I would choose O. Yeah, it's really the wow. only magazine I read. But, it, but Oprah still has to be f- featured on the cover, right? Oh, yeah, she still gets the cover. She still oh, gets okay. the cover. She's not going to not be I'm on not going to break the O tradition with my You're wedding. You're in like a tiny little box of a corner, and Oprah's huge at your wedding. Look, if my wedding was one of Oprah's favorite things, it would be an honor and a privilege. <laughs> That's so funny. Man, I'm like, I'm like, trying to remember the last magazine I bought <laughs> and being like, what oh, yeah, the fuck? It's been a while. Uh, okay, I'll, I can go. Yeah, yeah. My, my wedding would be Nylon Magazine. Ooh. Okay. All Nylon's be, fun. There'd be no photos. It'd be all like line drawings of me and my partner. And like, <laughs> like you know how, how Nylon would always have these like elongated girls with like big eyes and like little <laughs> lips and yeah. like, these is like willowy water watercolor figures <laughs> of like the fashion. You're like, is that a dress I want to buy I don't know because it's a drawing of the dress but sure uh, I'll buy it um yeah and like a lot of and if there are photos of me and my partner they're like blurry and out of focus oh yes yes that's some crazy filter on them like saturated colors very cool that's very cool absolutely and like a a leaf scanned and then like pasted on it it's very (laughs) like hodgepodgey scrapbooky looking Yes, but super expensive and luxe, but looks totally like effortless. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I uh, I was just looking up weird magazines and there was one called Emu Today that I'd like to. I think I could be the cover of Emu Today. Mm. Um, I believe you have an Emu uh, ring bearer. Yes, exactly. I'm They're getting all funny. emotional just thinking about it. Exactly. <laughs> so much emotional. Emotional. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I love puns. <laughs> Me too. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> Some people are very anti-pun. And then like... Get over it. Gets, I know. I mean, look, I'm not the kind of person who does them all the time. But if I see one, I'm going to take it. And yeah. and I think that that's fine. And some people get really pissed about it, 
especially I feel like comedy writers, some of them are really like, I don't do puns. Like my comedy, it's like, get out of here. Yeah. Puns are like, yeah, they're just so dumb. And like, especially when you have one that just comes up organically, it's just like, yeah, why wouldn't I take this opportunity? Uh, it's just a, a little a math equation for the other side of your brain. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I, and they're just good, simple. I feel like the people that don't like puns are the same people that are too good for TV. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get out of here. I hate when people say that. Good for you. You don't fucking watch TV. Like, that doesn't make you better than anybody. No. no not congratulations on not being able to participate in normal mainstream society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to shout out to a friend of the show, Jessica, who had a pun go viral in the best mm-hmm. way ever. She she Amazing. saw a landscaping service outside of her work <gasps> called I yes, saw that. Al- Alanis Landscaping. She wrote, "You ought to mow." Great tweet. Mm. Oh my god, Great tweet. that one was really really good. Yeah, and then Alanis <laughs> retweeted it with her own <gasps> lyrics, and then really? Weird, I weird Al retweeted yeah, yeah. that. So it went to Alanis to Weird Al from Jessica. Oh my God, Street. did this happen while I was in Costa Rica? I think it did. Yeah, I'll I think it, it did. Too, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, God, it was very, a shout very out. Funny. It was really cool. She was like, ah, and they were like, yeah. EW was like writing articles about it. She was like, what's <gasps> really? happening? Oh my God, I <laughs> so love proud, that. so proud. It was great. Wow, six degrees of separation from that see? viral tweet that I did see. Look where puns mm-hmm. can take. They can connect you with your heroes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, back to our business. Qu- yes, <laughs> serious, serious business questions. Yes, yes. Let's see, um, tell me how other people, how you think other people would describe you. Ooh, um, uh, uh, you know, I've been told that I can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's because I am very direct and I'm, um, I don't know. I mean, like, like most people, I struggle with confidence at times, but I'm really good at pretending that I'm confident when I'm not like mm-hmm. I like fake it till you make it. Uh, I would hope that people say I'm generous, uh, whether it be with my time or my knowledge or just my care. Like I'm very much like, I want to listen and, and give you space and, and be there for you in the way that you need. Uh, and then lastly, I would say stylish because wherever I go, I serve in looks like <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. I'm chronically overdressed. Um, <laughs> I would like for people to be like, who is that? Uh, oh, and, I love that. And that always makes me feel really good. Do you dress up to run errands? Yes. I love that. <laughs> respect. I do. Nothing I do. but respect it, for that. And even if it's not like a full outfit, like I'm very much a like throw a cute blazer on or wear a yeah. sparkly shoe. Like the whole outfit doesn't have to be a whole th- moment, but just have mm-hmm. one cute thing or I just like do my eye makeup before I go somewhere and like that's the look. Um, it just makes me feel... I don't know. Like, again, especially with the pandemic, it was like, I realized I missed dressing up for myself more Mm -hmm. than dressing up for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely get into like, you know, things where it's like, I haven't really gone anywhere for a few days. And I'm like, oh boy, I need to just like, yeah, putting on clothes and like a little bit of makeup. I'm like, wow, I feel a lot better because I've just been 
like in the same sweatsuit for five days. Oh my God. 100%. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I think after, I think I told myself like when, you know, when we're all out seeing each other again, I'm really, I'm going for it. Like I'm, you know, and I mean, I guess I a little bit, but it's definitely not the level to, I, that I thought I told myself was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that that was a learning for a lot of us of like, wow, I was killing myself wearing, like when I was in New York, I was wearing heels all the time. And like, I got into a moment where like I loved it and then with the pandemic I would like when things started opening up again and I was trying to put shoes on I was like why was I fucking doing this like these (laughs) hurt and are uncomfortable like I want to wear shoes that are flattering but also don't make my feet hurt you know and Um, have you found those Uh, yeah, I I have. I've been into like a little pointed ballet flat moment. I have mm. a large. Oh my god, guys! How so tall are you, Francesca? I have a large I foot. I'm five <laughs> ten. Okay, five eleven. I'm okay. So you probably know the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I wear a size eleven. Yep. And certain shoes are just going to make your foot look really big. Mm. And so you, I like. I like something that kind of gives me a little tiny lift so that it doesn't look super long. So like I got like a little, I don't know, like a heeled mule, but it's not super high. It's like a low heel. So it's like pointed and your foot's kind of like elevated. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, this is all great for podcasting. Um, no, I'm fascinated because yeah. I, <laughs> I want to be into shoes, but like, yeah, being a size 11 and being tall, like I'm sure you've had this experience where like you're in the store and you're like, that's so cute. And then they bring it out and oh, it's yeah, two leather store. boats. I don't know. No, no, I don't go <laughs> in the store. I only shop online. I'm going to filter by size 11 only. Don't show it to me if it doesn't come into an <laughs> Mm-hmm. 11 I learned this lesson the hard because then you get your heart you're like oh my right. god that's the shoe that I want and it only goes up to a nine and here's what really has me fucked up is I was a 10 in high school and nothing went to a 10 and now I'm an 11 and everything goes to a 10 what is that about <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm so pissed about it and <laughs> I will also say you know I'm here for like everyone having their reproductive uh, choices that uh, that are aligned with them but I will tell you I am not having a kid largely because I don't want my feet to get bigger <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> that would become a huge I life issue if you became a 12 are you kidding me oh I like you know what I mean like I have to give up my free time my personal space and my shoe collection no. for a child <laughs> No, No, because 11, like you can kind of find, but just barely. Like already my my hiking shoes are men's shoes. My running shoes are usually men's shoes. Like do they truly grow and stay bigger usually? Yes. Yes. Your feet will get bigger and you can't, you can't make your feet smaller. There's no no, like lipo for feet. (laughs) So unfortunate. (laughs) There's nothing you can do about it. And you only have, these are the only feet you have. You don't want to put your feet in small shoes because you will really fuck yourself up yeah and i'm not doing it i will not be getting bigger feet for a child no and i have a question about biology is it the meat that's growing or the bone i think i don't think it's the bone that's a good question i think it's also like your feet spreading like your feet getting yeah wider wider. right right okay So it's like a width thing. I don't. I don't. I know. just like it's the meat because it's just making me think of a one really long big toe that's like flopping around with no bone inside of it. Yeah, you got one of those toe BBLs. My, my yeah. toe is just like thick. You know what I mean? Just serving body on that, that big toe. toe. Oh, 
it's one of the hormones that causes your ligaments to loosen. So it's your feet just oh. spreading. So the bones they get just, further yeah. away from each other. Yeah, everything just spreads. Oh. They no. get, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to, it is hard enough that I have to strap my shoe boxes to the top of my car when I leave <laughs> North You have Iraq. a surf rack for your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a tie those motherfuckers tree. down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that is, I like just perfected that technique. I learned like the special tie crossing and all that shit. And I'm not about to... Do that for a size 12. I'm no, not going to do it. I will it. say no. the mm-hmm. only argument I have for this, and I'm not, I don't think having children, but. The only ar- argument for motherhood? The only- <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. I'm curious. Yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to hear a pro case. Yes. Only specifically in this instance is mm-hmm. that baby shoes are incredibly cute. So what you lose yeah. in your shoes, you do gain in cute Here's tiny shoes. Yeah. You can still buy baby shoes right You can buy baby shoes right now if you really want to. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing that. I'm not can being you, that person. Can but, babies, <laughs> but babies' feet change all the time. That yeah. would be yeah. really annoying. Your baby's feet might change day to day. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like buying baby shoes is very similar to buying costumes for your dog. Like, cute, good idea. That's going to yeah. be worn for 10 seconds no, and then never what? again. I'm going to say this is where you're wrong. You, I, <laughs> your dog? Do you have a dog? Yes. And does oh he wear God. costumes? Oh, my son is dressed. Um, his, name, not, his name is Flex, right? Flex? His, name is, his name is Flex. And Flex stays flexing on these hoes. He, Love it. He loves a handkerchief. I, I, It was one of those things where like, I just did it on a whim. You know, you get your dog groomed and they put like a little bow or, yeah, um, yeah, or something. Yeah. Love it. Yes. They yes. put a little handkerchief on him and I was like, wait a second. This is a vibe. So I bought him all these little handkerchiefs <gasps> off Etsy. And Aww. let me tell you, after he gets a bath, I place them out for him and he picks which one he wants. Oh he gets God. so fucking excited. Like, oh, <laughs> we're doing a blue moment. Like Aww. he it's really wonderful. He loves prints. He loves color, you know, and it's just he gets compliments on them wherever we go. Of course. And yeah, he loves it. And then for the holidays, I got him like a holiday themed a handkerchief and it was Mm -hmm. great see i feel like mine would wear a hanky but the costumes i've subjected them to are a little bit more intrusive like oh like my full body yeah 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 yeah. yeah, like my small dog garth he has a costume that looks like there's a small man on his back and it looks like he's the horse and there's no good and it pisses him off so when he wears it it looks like the real rodeo and he's just like (laughs) oh See, I love. See, and I. Here's the other reason that I think it's different from children is your dog is never gonna relive that experience in therapy. So, like, you are never gonna have to have a conversation with him about the choices Mm -hmm. that you made for him, which I would say is better than kids. Much prefer that. (laughs) Definitely. I don't want that thrown back in my face. Like I fed you I gave you shelter and now here you are being like you also made me wear this dumb costume like bitch get out and you made my feet bigger get out of my face (laughs) 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 all right fair fair Um, yeah okay we have to take another break we'll be back in a second everybody Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. 
And I'm Francesca. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do lady problems. You know the drill. Send us your lady problems. You can call us at 323-6-BUT-30. You can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Sorry, I'm driving and it's really noisy. Um, I have a lady problem. Surprise, surprise. Um, I'm 27. I've been with my current boyfriend for almost three years. Um, we've, by all accounts, our relationship is lovely. It's safe. It's healthy. It's probably the best one I've ever had. Um, we've moved states together. We've quit our jobs. We've dropped out of school. We've had DUIs. We've done all this stuff. Um, but the problem is that I I don't feel like I want to marry this person. And this is a person who wants to get married and wants to have a family and wants to do, you know, the whole thing. And I don't know if I am that person. I just don't know if I'm that person. And there's all these other things that kind of go to it as well, but that's kind of the main one. Um but like I said, it's like a really good relationship. And is it foolish to, you know, think about ending it? I am thinking about ending it. I haven't stopped thinking about ending it, honestly, for months. And it's always in my mind. And I just feel like it's not really fair for either one of us to be, I don't know, I guess like in a relationship where someone wants something that the other person doesn't and like someone could love us better than we are currently loving each other. I don't know. It's really convoluted, but I don't know. What do I do? Wow. Well, I would listen back to yourself. And the second <laughs> half of what you said is, yeah. I think, advice that we were all preparing to give. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know the answer. And I will say, yeah. as a recently divorced person who uh, had had my doubts about getting married and felt like I got pressured into being married and mm. Um, uh, you know, I don't think you should get married for someone else. It's you should get married because you want to be married. Mm-hmm. And if if this person is not that person, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons out of my divorce is the idea that like things ending doesn't end is not synonymous with failure. Like everything ends. Yeah. Like books, meals, movies, podcasts, like you know, your favorite clothing chain, like Lowman's, like everything (laughs) comes to an end at some point. And it doesn't mean that it wasn't good or that there's a one person at fault. It's just like a natural conclusion. And I think that you can still make the choice to either end your relationship or continue as it is, which it doesn't sound like you want to do. Mm-hmm. But in a way that's still really respectful and honoring of your partnership and your partner and sets you up to hopefully, you know, if you guys can stay friends and, and who knows, like maybe at a different time in your life, you will want marriage um, and, and maybe he'll be open to that as well with you or you'll find the person that you're like, oh, damn, now I really do want to get married. Holy shit, this is the right person. And that wasn't the right person. Yeah. And you're like really young still. So yeah. I- 
I think that the benefit of that is like, if you end things with this person now, I think you have an opportunity for that to all, you can end it before things get like bitter and sour. Mm -hmm. And then you will always have this like special place in your heart. And that'll be mostly what you associate with this relationship is the fun move. And, the DUIs you got together and (laughs) (laughs) you know, it'll be just like someone that you think fondly of. So I think that in a way you're doing a kindness to both of you by doing that. And maybe you will continue to never, ever want to get married. And that might be the case, but maybe if that's already something that he's thinking about and it's not a place that you are in your life, then yeah, I I don't think that it means that marriage is off the table for you, but it might be. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I think that the ending it now really creates the opportunity for you guys. Maybe you'll be at his wedding giving a toast 10 years from now. I yeah. think it, I think it, yeah. that way it stays a special relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's such a tough place to be in when, when there's not like a glaring reason to leave aside for, I mean, obviously this is a big deal, but you, like you said, you get a long great. It's not like you don't have a connection and right. there's not something, it doesn't sound like there's something toxic there. That's like, Oh, you should get out because mm-hmm. of this. So that is, it's so hard because you just, I think you make yourself feel bad about it. You know, you're like, oh, like I should be, I should want to get married. I should feel this way. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like your gut is doing its job and telling you how you really feel. And that can Mm -hmm. be extremely hard to follow when you're like, but it's good enough or, you know, it feels okay. And yeah, it sounds like you, like everyone said, you know the answer and you're you're an extremely tough spot where it's like, you're going to have to like, have the gumption to actually bring this conversation to the table and that could take a minute, you know, but yeah, like everyone said, it's like, you're kind of in the place where you could get away fairly unscathed, hopefully, you know? Yeah. And I will say though, like ending those kind of relationships can be really challenging because I bet what will happen is she's going to try to break up with this guy. He's going to mention all this, like what we are so happy. We have all this good times. And I think it can be really hard it's one thing to initiate the conversation, but know that like, I guess steal yourself for that kind of pushback Mm -hmm. and it can be really easy. I think to get pulled back in when there isn't like a really glaring issue. Yeah. Absolutely. But you guys can plan like a sexy, like conscious uncoupling weekend where you just like, (laughs) Oh, I love that. Bone each other's bone each other's brains out and like make all your favorite meals and like watch all your favorite movies together and like Mm -hmm. reminisce and then like have this beautiful moment where you're like, okay, this has been so fun and I still want you in my life, just not as my partner. And then yeah, you don't have to have like a big fight. You you could do grown folk shit to end your relationship. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. A relationship that ends in a celebration is like what a dream. I know. <laughs> I God. love I love I love that idea. Yeah, I, I had a friend like, who did that with her ex-husband like they did an un- uncoupling vacation together. Mm. Wow. And you know what? I can't even believe I'm going to go out on a fucking limb and say this. Shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow for coming up with this conscious <laughs> uncoupling shit. Her and Chris Martin. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I can't. Yeah. But like, that is truly goes against my brand to compliment Gwyneth Paltrow. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Which, evolved. Like, it's very like when oh, she said it, yeah. we were all kind of like, oh, what a dumbass. But like, <laughs> now that I have like distance from it, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's really beautiful to be like. You know, it's kind of like when you do an exit interview at a job and you're like, I actually yeah. loved this job and it set me up for the next one. And I, I, you know what? Even though we don't work together, we're going to stay friends on Facebook and I'm probably never going to see you again. But like shout outs to you. We're on good terms. 
I love the idea of a relationship ending that way. How mm-hmm. it hasn't happened for me, but no, I don't know how you <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. but you know, it's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. In theory, yeah. I love it. I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's, it yeah, can be I very mean, hard, but yeah, I yeah. mean, a, a broken pussy candle is right once a day at the least. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah yeah just listen to your you know listen to yourself it sounds like you really know what's up here and yeah like you said you know you're doing the probably the best thing for both of you for both of you yeah and you don't want to and i I mean is there like i guess the other side of it is like is the marriage the only because she said like there's some other things but that's the biggest thing so it does sound like there's just an overall maybe you're just like this isn't the partner for me because it does it's like yeah. if it was the marriage wasn't there would you still want to or is it just like you're like i just don't see a future with this person i'm just curious yeah. if they yeah if they care like it has to be a marriage or yeah because i'll, I'll yeah i'll also say like i in hindsight this is where i felt is like there was this pressure of like your partnership is not legitimate if you're not married like mm-hmm. you've been together x amount of years why haven't you gotten married and then it's yeah. the same thing that happens then you get married and it's like why haven't you had a kid and at some point yeah. you have to say who am i doing this for like mm-hmm. if you are happy and again it does sound like you want to break up you're thinking about it a lot mm-hmm. but to anyone else listening who's feeling the similar pressure of like marriage is the next inevitable step like it's not it doesn't have to be the next no. step like mm-hmm. you can be in a long term partnership with someone and not get married and that's totally fine yeah as long as that's what you both want right yeah right. yeah exactly and yeah. it requires a, a conversation about that if that you know if, if he like wants to get married and have kids and that's not what you want then that's that's it that's that <laughs> that's yeah, just that's that it. yeah and like it is yeah. i think it takes so much self-fortitude to even have that awareness about yourself because of mm-hmm. how pervasive that is in our society. Like the pressure. And at 27, yeah. sis, you better get yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> give yourself some credit because a lot of people, again, myself included, a lot of people in your position would just be like, well, this is what I have to do. Like mm-hmm. he wants to get married and, and like it's, it is really hard, but you are doing the right thing by putting yourself first and you are also doing the right thing by him because the last thing you want to do because, and I think men, especially right now are in a very different position where they're realizing that today's woman is very, um, self-actualized and doesn't need a partnership in order to be fulfilled and successful. And so I think Mm -hmm. a lot of men are like, oh shit, I got to lock this shit down before she goes off and finds somebody else. And you don't want to get into a marriage with him. And then five years from now, realize you don't want to do this shit. And like his stock has gone down and yours is going to go up. That's like just what happens for these dudes. And like, it's going to be, it will just be way, way worse if you don't pull the plug now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to, you really have to listen to that voice when it talks to you. And it's so easy yeah. to suppress it. It's so fucking easy to be like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just thinking, yeah. I'm just scared. I'm just, no, 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 no. like, it's so easy to talk yourself. That could 
happen two years from now or you know what I mean yeah. like when you know it yeah. should be happening now and you should really try to drive that and voice just forward. do yeah. it now because like the more time you have left to be single in your 20s the better do it now <laughs> yeah yeah don't there's don't so let many more people breed. have DUIs with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we have uber now so you don't yes. have to yeah. do yeah, it. don't yes. get any more duties <laughs> down download lift and uber please no more no more duis uh <laughs> um yeah. good luck you got this yeah you absolutely have this all right let's do one more i'll, I'll read it out okay hi ladies i've gotten myself into a lady problem and my conscience needs some help uh, a former employee reached out and asked me to be a professional reference for a job he's applying for. Of course, I said yes, because I've been conditioned by society to be uncomfortable telling people no when asked to do something. When we worked together, I was the manager at a coffee shop and he was a barista. The job he's applying for is to be a nurse. The problem is he was not a very good employee and I would not want him as my nurse. With <laughs> Without going into too much detail, he seemed to have a problem with authority, didn't really have a natural talent for customer service, didn't seem to care much about the product, and was generally uncomfortable to be around. Oh, God. Oh, and I found out that he called me a bitch behind my back because I kept enforcing rules he refused to follow. Should I have fired him at the time? Maybe, but that's a different lady problem. So the question is, do I give honest feedback for the reference? It's a survey rating job performance, even though he will likely not get hired because of it. <laughs> that's funny yeah so a survey rating meaning like she probably has to just like fill in like a scantron or something that's what it sounds it yeah. says a survey rating job oh it's a survey rating his job performance etc oh. oh yeah you know here's what i would do i am like truly in my radical honesty era i would just hit him up and I would, it, this might make it easier to like write it out for yourself so you already have it pre-scripted. You don't have to like actually communicate with him, like pick up the phone or anything. But I would just send him a message and be like, hey, thanks again for reaching out and asking me for a reference. I'm very flattered. Um, on reflection, I realized that there were some things about our work experience that I don't think would help you get this job. And in the... Uh, in an effort to be honest with you, I probably would just not be the best reference for you and then leave it at that. And then that way, at least you kind of get to get off your chest. Like, I know you called me a bitch. Our work experience was <laughs> not good. And if you really want this job, you know, like, I hope you get it. I am not the person to give you a reference mm -hmm. because my reference will not help you get this job. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's kind of like that to me is that it's like, you shouldn't be giving reference for this person. It's not like, you know, I don't necessarily know that it, you need to be like, I, sh you know, you don't sh should stop them from getting a job because I don't know right. if they've evolved yeah. or what they look grow. like now. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. But you should not be the one who's doing this. But like, if it's this like, person is no. going to be working with sick people, I hope that he is doing some serious self-reflection before embarking on that career journey. And so I think, again, again, the kindest thing you can do mm -hmm. is is possibly prompt him to consider oh, what about that my performance at my last job would lead this boss to not want to mm -hmm. give me an interview so that before he goes into nursing school, hopefully he can think about that. Yeah, and also no shade, but like if you're going to be a nurse, why are you asking your former barista boss to give yeah, you a recommendation? Yeah, that was like, my question. Nothing yeah. about that job. Like mm -hmm. were you giving anesthesia to like macchiatos or something? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand injection, yeah. where like the crossover in skills like are applicable 
I think that he, again, and that like, I think reflects on him. He should have people and like have the self-awareness. He knows he called you a bitch. He knows. So like, he should know better than to ask you. Yes. Yeah. And he should be prepared for what this bitch is going to (laughs) say. Right. (laughs) And that's the thing is it's like, yeah, sorry, dude, if you don't have, if you've been like doing this in your life, in your work life forever, you might not have a lot of people who are going to give you references and that's something you're going to have to fucking deal with. Like, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's why she got hit up because he's burned yes. like other bridges. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. But yeah, it's, it's like, not your responsibility to help this guy get a job. In, in, yeah, and honestly, like giving him the grace to explain why is maybe even too much. You could literally just be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm swamped right now and I can't do this mm-hmm. reference. Best yeah. of luck. And like leave it at that. Like you don't yeah. owe him the emotional labor. I like tend to err on the side of being like extra nice, even if I am trying to be honest with somebody. Mm-hmm. But like you kind of don't even need to take up that brain space for him. Just be like, sorry, bro. I I can't do it. I, I hope somebody else helps you find this job and like mm-hmm. yeah. let him figure it out for himself. It's weird to be like applying for a nurse position. I'm assuming he went to a nursing school of some kind. So you don't have a professor or... Yeah, like you have like, to do rotations. Well, he probably has more, I'm guessing he's asking for more than one reference, but... I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah then he doesn't need you anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. like, all my professors were bitches and they wouldn't give me references. <laughs> Every woman I've ever worked for or under is a total fucking bitch. Um, yeah. By the way, we really do job. need nurses so this guy will for sure get this job. And that's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, that part's very scary. I mean, I will say, and again, this is like every profession. There are some people who decide like, oh, I want to be the shit and I want people to like look up to me and I want people to. And if this is a man who thinks like it's okay to call people bitches and it's okay to like be shitty to his coworkers, someone else's care and livelihood probably should not be in in his hand. And maybe he has changed, but he obviously does not have the self-awareness, the basic self-awareness at the very least to hit you up and be like, Hey, I know that there were times that I maybe wasn't super professional working with you, but I really learned a lot from you and I really enjoyed the experience. And now I'm using all of that in my next position. And I would really appreciate it if you could give me a recommendation like at least acknowledge the shitty things that mm-hmm. he did yes. and like use yes. that as a way to be like smooth things over. Can you give me a recommendation? I also yeah. feel like any man who uses the word bitch is a misogynist. Um, and so how is this person going to deal with being a nurse to a female doctor? Right. Yeah. Like this is clearly like a misogynistic person who can't deal with like authority. And like, I just know from again, having like female doctors in my family, that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. There's a power yeah. dynamic oh, sure. there where people yeah. can be shitty about that. Mm-hmm. And it's someone's and it's, and it's life and death. You don't want yeah. somebody who, who's going to cut corners, who's going to yeah. get an attitude, who's going to feel threatened and intimidated by someone else telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot on the line versus again, no shade working like in a coffee shop, but like, that's not life and death. Like, no, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Like we need somebody that we're going to be able to trust. Yeah. And I don't (laughs) see it for him. Who has to follow rules like very specifically because Mm -hmm. there's a plague. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Like, yeah, shit's very, very (laughs) intense right now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, kudos I, for you for even entertaining it. That that yeah. says that you're a nicer person than most. But I I yeah. think that you should just say no graciously, yeah. and or tell him why you're saying no. Yeah, I agree. But I think her instinct yeah. to not give him a bad performance review that would probably weigh on my conscience too. 
Yeah. Totally. So I think yeah, you're yeah. right. I think you're right. Just going directly to him, mm-hmm. giving it, giving it a nice polite hell no. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is hell the, no, the, bitch. Just write that. Yeah. Just send him a really nice reply, but pepper bitch throughout it. Be like, I'm so sorry, bitch, but I just don't have time to do this thing, bitch. bitch. And <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> hey, bitch. Something came up. What a bitch. Um, <laughs> oh. Well, thank you yeah. so much for hanging out with us, Francesca. You've been super fun. Oh, my fun. goodness. Thank you for having me. It was really great. And uh, let oh, everybody yeah. know where they can follow you online, where they can find your book and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so my full name is Francesca Ramsey. That's me on all social is Cheska, C-H-E-S-C-A-L-E-I-G-H, Cheska Lee. My middle name is Lee. Um, uh, Francesca.net is where you can find how to contact my reps if you decided after this podcast you want to hire me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) or you want to look at my new headshots or see the pictures from my apartment therapy profile oh they are on my website and yeah i'm on all social as as chesca lee and that's it thank you thank you and thank you guys for listening as always and we will see you guys next week or hear you guys. Bye-bye. You'll hear us. Okay. You'll hear us. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it works. Same yeah. bat time, same bat place. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. Um, super big fan. I called a few times. Um, but I just listened to episode something when Babs was talking about her pasta farts and don't know where it came from. Well, sometimes, I swear, it happens like three or four times out of the year. My farts smell exactly like pumpkins. It's not that I'm eating pumpkins or squash or any kind of root vegetable. I still haven't figured out what it is, but sometimes my farts smell like pumpkins. And sometimes I like that much better than a regular fart. Okay, bye. Hi, ladies. I just listened to uh, your episode called Sammy DeVito. And the lady problem of the woman who um, felt like she or she was going to move in with her boyfriend and felt like she couldn't drink as much. Um, And how you were just saying, well, you know, you found the right person for you when that person doesn't care um, if if you don't have the same interests. Um, And that really spoke to me and my husband. And so I just wrote him a very sappy love note um, just to say that I do love that he loves me and he respects me. So thanks, ladies. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.